This is a Federal News Network podcast. When it comes to security, cyber or otherwise, often the people you trust can become threats. Insider threats to transportation have moved front and center at the Transportation Security Administration. It's published a strategy to protect itself and the transportation sector from inside threats. Here to explain is Transportation Security Specialist Dean Walter. Mr. Walter, good to have you on. Good morning. Thanks for inviting me. And Supervisory Air Marshal in Charge, Serge Potapov. Mr. Potapov, good to have you on. Good morning. Thank you. Let's talk about, first of all, how does TSA define insider threats? This could be, I guess, possibly TSA employees, but also airline employees and those types of folks. Hi, this is Serge. I'll take that on. So uh, in the TSA roadmap that was just published on the 14th, uh, we define insider threat as the threat that an individual with authorized access to sensitive areas and or information will wittingly or unwittingly misuse or allow others to misuse this access to exploit vulnerabilities to compromise security, facilitate criminal activity, terrorism, or other illicit actions that inflict harm to people, organizations, the transportation security system, or national security. So these could be people that, say, you could define them as having TWIC cards, for example. Secure access cards to security-restricted areas of airports or other transportation facilities. And you've had some experience. There's a long list in the report in the strategy of incidents that have happened as late as uh, just last year, correct? That's correct, yes. You tell us some of the more nefarious ones. Well, so what I would say is more focused on so what we're regularly seeing is uh, the inside of the landscape is dynamic and the capabilities that are associated with it continue to evolve. And we consistently see criminal activity happening, transnational criminal activity happening, and you know, really sort of with the roadmap being published, it helps us sort of open our aperture to view those things as also being potential insider threats. Because as recently as 2019, terrorists have sought to leverage insiders to conduct attacks in the transportation system. And we continue to be concerned that terrorists could exploit the observable tactics, techniques, and procedures used by these criminal organizations to identify and recruit or develop and place insiders into the transportation system. And are the insiders that you're focusing on strictly in air transportation, or are you also including other modes like cruise ships and so on? Dean? So the insider threat roadmap focuses on the transportation system sector, and that's not just the aviation mode, but all modes of transportation. That includes freight rail, highway motor carrier, mass transit pipeline, uh, in addition to aviation. So this is really about coming up with a, a common framework, uh, not only for the federal government, for, but for the, uh, our transportation partners and industry on how to approach this issue. And earlier, Serge said that it could be deliberate acts of sabotage or terrorism, but also inadvertent problems. And that seems to be something that comes up in the cybersecurity. People click on the wrong thing. But does this also happen in the physical world where just people make goofs? that can turn into dangerous situations? Yes, that can. So when we look at insider threats, you know, we take a, a preventative health model approach and sort of our philosophy in addressing some of these issues. And so we're constantly looking at you know, mitigation measures that can address those types of vulnerabilities from unwitting insiders that may not be trained or conditioned to certain security measures they should be applying, or those employees that just might be complacent, they might feel rushed to get the job done and have to bypass security measures. So really, that's, that's, I would say, one of the largest portions of our program and our philosophy to address them is to be able to mitigate those issues at the lowest level possible so that they don't manifest themselves to be a threat in the first place. 
Yeah, so if people are, say, rushing maintenance type of work, it would seem like the carriers themselves and perhaps even FAA could also be involved in this effort to make sure that they understand, you know, don't ever rush it that much, that things get sloppy, correct? Yes, that is correct. And we work very much with our uh, interagency partners and our industry partners, uh, notably the Aviation Security Advisory Committee and also the Surface Transportation Security Advisory Committee. They take insider threat very seriously and have, in fact, both stood up permanent subcommittees on insider threat to address this. We're speaking with Serge Potapov. He's Supervisory Air Marshal in charge and Dean Walter, Transportation Security Specialist at the Transportation Security Administration. Tell us what are some of the highlights of the strategy? What will you be doing next as an agency to kind of mitigate these insider threats? Dean? I think the real value of the document is, um, again, lays out a framework for how TSA industry and other federal partners collectively address this risk and, and how we can work together to better share information, better share best practices, um, get the right data so we, we can optimize our, our analysis and, and really do the best job with the resources we have on on uh, detecting, deterring, and, and mitigating these types of risks. It seems like you have a, you might have a lot of different sources of information because, you know, I think of an airport or a cruise ship or a terminal where cargo is being loaded onto a ship or some kind of transportation hub, and they're very busy places, and there's different levels. There's upstairs and there's downstairs at the loading level or the tarmac level. So surveillance cameras and also just other people watching would seem to be something that's really important. Kind of if you see something, say something that we have in the consumer end of things. Right, that's correct. And, and part of a robust inside of threat program throughout the entire transportation system sector is really sort of where we want to get to at the end is establishing a strong security culture, which addresses some of those things. You know, we can't be everywhere all over the place. So we rely heavily on those folks that are out there on the front lines, supervisors, frontline employees, industry representatives to be on the lookout for various potential risk indicators and to report them to the appropriate authorities to, to be able to mitigate them as soon as we can. And one of your, you know, your top strategic priority in the strategy is promote meaningful data-driven decision-making. How do you see that happening? I see that happening by improving our collection and use of threat information and developing technical capabilities to identify and maintain risk indicators. And those might be such as what? A variety of risk indicators, anything from at an airport to access door violation that's reported as a one-off to an employee being reported as uh, going through employee screening and having an illicit item discovered on them or some type of other issue that, uh, you know, we're constantly looking to evolve these risk indicators that we may not be aware of today. Because I imagine you have to somehow distinguish between, as you say, one-of incidents, some something just dumb happening, or maybe not so dumb, but a one-of, versus things that happen regularly that maybe more than one person participates in and that indicates maybe something more systemic. Is that one of the ways, one of the angles that you'll be checking these things? Absolutely. is looking at establishing long-term patterns and trends and doing that longitudinal analysis to really be able to identify things, maybe patterns emerging that we previously were unaware of and being able to address them at the lowest level possible. Because looking at the list of incidents that have happened in the past few years, all of these things are part of it. And I guess the scary part is 
not knowing what you don't know. So it sounds like this is an effort at finding out more to know so that more things can be discovered and prevented. That is correct, yes. Dean? And it's also about just awareness. So as you correctly pointed out, there are hundreds of thousands of people working in the transportation sector each day. And all of these people contribute to the safety and security of the system. So those people working in the system have the best knowledge of uh, the processes, procedures, vulnerabilities, and they know what's right and where something may be off. So it's really working collectively with industry to address that risk and acknowledge it, and then also having industry leadership emphasize this point and look for ways to mitigate this threat. And just a final question, this is more for my own information, the TSA officers that are on the front line screening passengers developed quite a bit of knowledge and insight, I think, into human emotion and behavior just as much as they can find specific things and metals and so on. Do they have any role at the back end looking at some of the transportation processes and the people carrying those out that the public doesn't normally see? Do the officers have any role there at all? Yes, the officers definitely have a role, but I would also even go beyond that and say that it's really sort of the broader stakeholders, the security partners that we have, local law enforcement, local security coordinators, industry security coordinators that are all part of this. You know, we often refer to them as sort of our force, force multipliers or our sensors to be able to, you know, really sort of bring to bear those things that we may not see from a higher level. So it does include, yes, our transportation security officers, but also includes the entire enterprise of our security partners. Serge Potapov is Supervisory Air Marshal in charge at the Transportation Security Administration. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. And Dean Walter is a Transportation Security Specialist at TSA. Thank you also. Oh, you're welcome. We'll post this interview along with a link to the strategy at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com slash vision.